Welcome everyone to another episode of the Footy Game Day Squad Show. I'm your host, Cal, and joining me today, I've got my full team back. I've got Kerm and I've got Tom. Fellas, how are we? Good, good. I missed the review show yesterday, but I got the sun shirt on. That means only one thing. We had a good win on the weekend, so we've got to celebrate these moments. But in other news, Tom and I are both Celtics fans, and energy might be a little bit low today because we got pumped by now. Morale is low, energy yeah. is low. But there is one positive heading into this. This is the first round where all of our teams have won in the oh, previous yeah. round. So the Suns got the win, Port Adelaide got the win, and the Swans. Boom. It was bound to happen eventually. It's finally happened. So big high note for everyone there. And yeah, let's get right into it, hey? Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, I didn't even know that. But what about to celebrate? Well, if anyone comments on our last IG pack and with the hashtag free pack, we'll give you away a nine-player common pack. And that, of course, is for Game Day Squad. Our platform's the reason we're here. It's Australia's first and currently only fantasy sport platform built using blockchain technology. So... Yeah, if you haven't heard us before, everything's below in the descriptions. We're a couple of weeks away from starting our competitions. We can't wait, but we're here. We're going to review, or we're going to preview round 10. It's crazy to believe we're already up to round 10. Crazy. But just one more time, comment on that last Instagram page of a post of ours, the AFL one, moments of the round with hashtag free pack and a nine player common pack will be coming your way. But rise, let's guys, let's get straight into it. Round 10, Kerm, let's hit us with the news. Yeah, I'll stick us into some news. And there isn't a lot this week. Uh, we record this on a Wednesday night. Bit of peek behind the iron curtain for all the listeners out there. But the news that I do have is some pretty bad stuff, unfortunately. Jack Steele, who's Ooh. one of the best fantasy assets in the all of AFL fantasy, is set to miss six to eight weeks with a shoulder injury, which is absolutely devastating. Uh, for anyone that's holding on to Jack Steele. So that is some massive, massive news and massive ramifications for everyone who, play, who is currently playing on other platforms. But for those who have packed Jack Steele, that's, that's a big out. Um, he just Zach lost Williams his spot is, in our rolling GDS team as well. He did the, too. The review show we just did, Tom. So double whammy. I don't know which one you man while he's down. you hate more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hurts, man. Zach Williams will miss up to three months with a calf strain. He hasn't really hit the straps that we expected him to at Carlton, but that is oh, still man. fantasy relevant. Three months is a big, big injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Jai Simpkin should return for the Kangaroos this week, along with Hugh Greenwood and Jason Horn Francis, which is massive inclusions for a struggling Kangaroo side right now. Those three will be huge for them. Um, oh, and yeah. in better news... Hunter Clark is set to make his season debut for the Saints. Almost a forgotten Wee. defender back there, um, but he's set to make his debut this week, which would be awesome to see. I like that. Some big names and yep. some things to look forward to with Horn Francis and Clark. A couple of young players coming back in. No, I like that. I like that a lot. Tom, we're going to move over to you. You're going to do our pack opening of the week and of course like we just said before we're here because of game day squad we don't have the competitions up and running but packs are now live people can start putting your teams together we're actually going to open a pack in a segment coming up shortly but tom like we do every week we ask our listeners to send in their packs we've got one this week tell us about it yeah mate and this week's winner is keeb hoy 1888 He won the pack of the week, and as you can see here right in front of you, you know why. We're a dynasty platform, and this pack is juiced full of long-term value, with Mills and Darcy both young guns and plenty of years left of production in the league. Well done on winning the pack of the week this week. Enjoy your 3 by 3 common player pack as a reward. But I tell you what, I'm not too big on Darcy right now. Um, I don't know how good of a pull that actually was. 
Um, I have to take off my patch a little bit, mate. He had a stinker last week and ruined my lock of the round. But anyway, we'll get into that later. But guys, remember <laughs> to submit your best patch through our Discord. As Callum mentioned before, the link is in the description. So go check it out and join. It's free to join, so why not? Or alternatively, message us with your best pack on our socials. Again, everything is in the description. Go check it out and send us your best packs for a chance to win some more free ones. Alrighty, guys, let's kick off this preview show with question of the round. Who wants to kick us off with what they've got for this week? I'll kick us off here. And my burning question this week is, without Leon Cameron um, at GWS, at the helm of GWS, I want to see what changes happen to the studs that are on that team right now. So the likes of Tim Taranto, who started the season hot, has sort of petered off a little bit. Um, And then you've, you've obviously got the likes of Lockie Whitfield, Josh Kelly, Tom Green... These guys that are, you expect to be 115-plus GDS fantasy average just haven't been able to hit those straps just yet. And you've found players like Isaac Cumming and Braden Pruce really excel under Leon Cameron, but it's just not what we've been accustomed to down at GWS. So I just wanted to see if there's any changes this week now that he's gone, seeing if there's any role changes, any extra ball handling going on there. So that is my question of the round for this week. Yeah, I think a lot of players want that answered as well, especially that Lockie Whitfield situation. People spent big capital trying to get him and it just hasn't played out the way people thought it was. Great question there, mate. But let me get into mine. My question, and uh, coming at you here, Kerm, the Suns are scorching hot. They're ready to go. And Tuke Miller is looking like himself again. So my question of this round is, will he crack into the top 10 fantasy average per game? He's currently just sitting outside of the 10, but with another big performance this week, it will catapult him straight back into the elites of the league. I like that because he's been tagged on and off um, throughout the season so far. So it'll be interesting to see if Bulldogs send any help to him. Um, but I like that. He hasn't really been the Took Miller that we've wanted to see so far in 2022, um, but he's just finally starting to hit that consistency that we saw last year. So that's a great yep. question for this round here. Could be some big scores in that game. Oh, yeah. Things stay dry. Took Miller, unchained, and then the dogs love to score, win or lose. So, no, that's a good one. My question is, with everything going around at the moment at Essendon, will it be the making or the breaking of Andrew McGrath? At the moment, cool, Kerm at the start of the season, you had him ranked ninth in your preseason best 23 under 23 blog. Yeah. But he just hasn't been even on that radar this season. And since going number one in the draft in 2016, his GDS fantasy scores have gone 81, 82, 88, 89, 95, and now this year he sits at 92. So he is progressing a little bit, but he just hasn't really grown and broken out from that player we saw break onto the scene um, a few years back. And he's turning 24 in just a few weeks' time as well. So it is time for someone to step up the Bombers. Will it be him or will the toxic environment that could potentially hang around for a couple of years hurt him like we've seen it hurt so many high high sort of high quality draft picks in the in the past so yeah watch and see with Andrew McGrath and they're screaming for someone to step up and his role right now is just absolutely everywhere he's down back he's playing he's getting center bounce attendances here and there but the Bombers midfield engine room right now is just an absolute farce so when he nails down a position um, whether he's going to be playing off that halfback role that we saw early on in his career or get those centre bounce attendances that we got so used to when he broke out. We just need that consistency for him, I think. 
Yeah, that's the perfect way to put it. It's just consistency, allowing him to feel out his position and every game just building and building and getting better. He's not getting the opportunity to do that because he is such a Swiss Army knife for the team. He can just be put anywhere and do somewhat of a good job. So, yeah, hopefully he can find that sort of role within the team very soon and start helping the Bombers get back on track. Yeah, I definitely think the potential is there, but we've just seen it so many times where, like I've said, top-end draft pick will go somewhere, bad environment, just never gets better. Yeah. Like, like, Kerm, how good would have uh, Swallow have been if he wasn't oh, on the Gold Coast? Oh. Could he have been a different player? Like, it's a massive, massive what-if in a, someone's career like that, and yeah, I'd hate to see it for someone like him as well. But we'll move on to something a bit more positive because that is a little bit sad to talk about the capped potential of a former number one pick. <laughs> We're going to move into our rolling dream team. So, guys, who wants to talk about the changes you guys made to your team this week? I've got one very, very vanilla pick here, a uh, swap here, and it's only one. I've only made the one change. As we have the rules, we, we know the rules. You get two changes a week, same as GDS fantasy rules, but... I've opted to only use the one here, and it's Jack Steele out of my team since he's been injured six to eight weeks. I don't want that sticking around on my bench, but I've added Callum Mills, who is just too hard to ignore now. Too many monster scores. Too solid. Too good. Swans are looking good, and Callum Mills is looking good for it, so he is into my team. Welcome to the Mills the Mills party, mate. Welcome. I was here since round one. I've been waiting for you guys. Yeah, it's excellent to see. <laughs> Let me get into mine though. What my changes for this week? I only had one listed, but I'm actually going to make two. I'm making a change on the fly here with the news of Jack Steele being out. I also don't want Jack Steele to be in my lineup getting zero points for the next seven weeks. So I am going to put in there Dunkley from the Western Bulldogs, who has been on an absolute tear at the moment. Um, I was considering trying to get him into my team anyway, but I really liked the way my midfield looked and I didn't want to make a change. I think my hand's been forced here. I need to make this change. So that's the first one I'm going with, um, meaning Jack Steele will be out of the lineup for now. The second one, Lockie Whitfield. It's goodbye. I've had enough of seeing these average, oh, below average performances. Hang on. Yeah, you've just put him as a hold in the, the review show, which we recorded last <laughs> night. 24 hours later, gone. Yeah, this is hold for general fantasy teams, not for a best 22, where you need to play the best possible players and the, I have a perfect replacement for him. It's Alex Willardon from the West Coast Eagles. He has been the shining star of that team. Any sort of light or brightness for, their, for them this season has been all through him. Um, he's just racking up the points. Well-deserved spot. Willardon's really enough. good at footy. Oh, yeah. 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 If you brought someone in that wasn't so good, maybe I would have been up more up in arms about that. <laughs> but no, that's fair enough. I'm going to make it three in a row, but steal out. But I haven't gone the Mills path. I've gone to potentially the only other player in as hot as form as he is right now, and that's Lockie Neal. I yeah. spoke oh, so much yeah. about him in the, the review show about how he, how good he is and how he's having a better year than his Brownlow year. So he can go straight into my team, and he's got an amazing few games running into the bye. So hope he capitalizes on that. But last week, if you remember, I told you Cumming was training with the squad. Ooh. And in a surprise move, it's Ooh. not Rich, who I had on the hot seat for a while there, who's gone. But Jakey Lloyd, your boy Tom, he just enough. after a few weeks of just not doing too much because the Swans have been playing okay, he's been dropped. And um, Cumming's come in and Houston down to the bench. So they're my two trades. But yeah, I'm as surprised as anyone that Rich has somehow bounced back to form. But I'd yeah, love to see it. love to see it. 
that Lloyd dropping could come back to bite you, maybe. Uh, it's a it's a risky one, but you can't ignore coming either at the moment. I've wanted coming in my team for as long as I can imagine. So we started doing this um, great for Dynasty Prospect, and that's what I'm looking for here at the moment. And yeah. he's now starting to have the win now form as well. So, yeah, I can't turn him down. He's too good. Yeah, he can reason with it for sure. But, yeah, uh, I'm sticking with Jakey Lloyd right now. He's He's been playing pretty good, even though he's been, as you say, average. Alrighty, guys, we are going to go into a segment that we've started to do a bit more frequently on the show, and that is buy, sell, and hold. And we're going to do that with a live pack opening. So on the review show, we do it with a couple of players in our own fantasy team. But with this one here, we're going to open up a three-player common pack on game, at Game Day Squad, and we're going to give a live buy, sell, or hold. So we don't know who's coming in, but guys, I'm going to throw to you to tell me what you're going to do with these players. So... Someone good. Go. Come on. Pack luck has not been good of late, so let's see if we can do a little bit better here. And the three players here, we've got two golds and a silver, yep. so out of a common pack, I would take that. That's good. That. Yeah. But we've got... Definitely take that. A gold Richards. A gold Ooh. hole. Ooh. And a silver side bottom. Ooh. Go. We've got to take into consideration the dynasty aspect of this, but there's one clear winning here, and that's Aaron Hall. You've got to start with Aaron Hall. No matter, like, he hasn't been able to hit the field as much as he should have been, or as we've been hoping. Uh, but Aaron Hall is still the the cream of the crop here in this three. But when yeah. we're taking in, I think side bottom for me, he's just regressing a little bit too much, and I'd yeah. rather take the risk here with the dynasty value. I'm going start Hall, bench Richards, cut side bottom. That's fine. I think I agree, and that's harsh. I think that's really, really harsh. But Ed Richards has the ability and talent uh, to build and carve out a role. Uh, down at Western Bulldogs, and well, I think we know what steel side bottom is now, and it's not a lot. So I think I agree with you there, Tom. What about yourself, Callum? Could you agree with that? For me, the only clear answer I have is start Hall. Yeah. Um, the other two, a bit of a toss up. I yeah, think, definitely. At least was, if it's a win now, I'd put in side bottom. But I reckon side bottom, you could almost sell on our market and try and get something bit back better than Head Richards. So. Head Richards is gold too. So maybe buy, sell, sell. (laughs) (laughs) And before we get into the next segment of the video, which is the hot seat where, you know, we rip into some players. Guys, if you've made it this far in the video already, please consider leaving a like, subscribe to the channel, push the post notifications on so you're notified about when we make our next upload. We have NRL, AFL, fantasy breakdowns every single week, trying to help you get game day ready. As we mentioned before, All of our links are down below in the description. So if you're not sure what we're talking about, go check it out. Get in touch with us on our socials, our Discord. But Kerm, I'm going to throw it straight over to you, mate. Let us know who is on the hot seat this week. On the hot seat for me is another guy that I've I've written about in the off-season, and that is Taylor Adams, midfielder for Collingwood. And I don't think that he has made that midfield his own that I expected him to. And a lot of it is due to some of the guys they brought in. So Patrick Lipinski um, came out of the the gates just so hot uh, for Collingwood, coming out so good. And he just hasn't been able to re- replicate that going forward. But the winner for the Collingwood midfield for me is Jack Crisp. I think he has been absolutely insane going through the midfield. And he ha- he's left that halfback role. Um, but for me... 
Jack Crisp is the clear number one guy for the Collingwood midfield right now, along with Jordan Degoe. But but Adams, for me, his, his time on ground is super low. He's only averaging around 70 71% time on ground and hasn't been able to hit the straps that I thought he was. And I really did expect him to make the midfield his own down at Collingwood, and he just hasn't been able to do that. I don't I don't think we can trust him going forward for the probably for the rest of the year, for me, unless that we see a drastic turnaround. Yeah, and at 28, probably. Yeah, 28. Turning 29 by the end of the year, probably going forward forever. I've just had a quick look. It is his second worst fantasy output of all time. Worse only to his rookie year at the Giants. So yeah. Injury time as well. Is that a stinker? Yeah. That's a good one. Underrated one that, oh yeah, I've missed. This hasn't been fantasy relevant, has he? No, he hasn't. Completely swept under the rug. But Cal, what have you got? Tom, you're going to like this. <laughs> <laughs> I have put... One of another one of Kerm's boys, Sean Darcy on the hot seat. Oh, he has the hottest cheeks in the league, mate. (laughs) I'm sick of that bloke. He hasn't grabbed that second ruck spot since Grundy has gone down. And yes, that's a pun intended for gone down. Only two scores of over 100 um, and an average of below 90 isn't good enough for someone we thought would be taking that second spot. And it's not good enough to keep out Proust and English who are you know, when they're playing and having higher averages, let alone big wits, who I'm shame, I'm shame, it's a shame you weren't on the review show, Kern, because how good is this guy going? I think we gave him stud of the week. Or No, he moved on to the bench in the rolling all-star dream team, which He's is awesome unreal. to see. Finally getting the, the love that that big man deserves. But, Sean, it's time to step up or get out of our team because, yeah, we're not going to be hanging around for you. I know Tom won't be. Yeah, mate. I have no patience left with him. Um, I still love I, him. I, still I backed him, him in there. Thought he could have a good game. No. I mean, I'd, st- I'd still take his one-of-one legend card or a diamond, but outside of that, I'm off him. Yeah. Look, give me a week or two. I'll be back on uh, Sean Darcy Island, but right now I just <laughs> need to have some time away, you know, get some fresh air. But let me get into my playoff. Yeah. Yeah. Look, man, it is, he just hit me, hit me right there where it hurts. Uh, let me get into my player, guys. My player on the hot seat this week is Lockie Whitfield, who is having a shocking season by his standards. It's not a shocking season as a whole, just by his standards. With the coaching change for the GWS Giants lined up, how will this affect Lockie Whitfield? Are we going to see the fantasy start of 2021? Or is his current play going to be a theme we see as the year progresses? I have a lot of interest in him moving forward, but it's all depending on if he can turn things around with some new scenery at the club course um we've seen before how much that can do wonders for players who are stuck in a trap maybe in a hole with a particular coach getting that change in could be the difference for him that's all it may take but we'll see how, how that develops where do you guys sit on this do you do you think he takes his game to another level for the second half of the season or do you just see this being who Lockie Whitfield is for 22 I um if you haven't seen, go back and check out the review show. We talked about him quite quite a fair bit. He's he's probably the theme of the week. But my view on that was get him back to half back, and then he doesn't need to go to a whole new level. He just needs to go back to Lockie Whitfield that we know because he hasn't been playing off that half back that made him so dangerous. So if I'm the coach, first thing I do, my number one change I do when I walk in the door this week put him back to half back 100% yeah I agree with that but in terms of are we going to see the old Lockie Whitfield I'm not sure but I'll definitely be keeping a close eye on it because there could be some value there picking him up when everyone's lost faith 
Yeah, 100%. Number two thing I'm doing as a coach is I'm scrapping this bullshit of multiple captains. You get one, yeah. have one, get rid of it. Yeah. That would be my... <laughs> I don't care if they have the scissors, paper, rock for it. Get one, <laughs> get rid of them. <laughs> Guys, we, are got, we have my stat of the week before we get onto lock of the round and then Tom can explode at Darcy one more time. But this week, I had a bit of a deep dive into some top-end draft talent because I wanted to see, going back over history... Is it top-end draft picks, so high draft picks in the first round that have the biggest scores in AFL fantasy or game day squad fantasy or super coach fantasy, all grouped them all together? And I had a look back at the history and I was just looking at GDS scores for this one. And the 10 highest scoring fantasy players, so the seasons, 10 highest scoring fantasy seasons of all time, the average draft position was 28.8 with only two players coming wow. in the first round with none in the top five. Wow. That's all time. Now, I thought that was quite odd, so I jumped on, I was like, I know that's definitely not right for this year. And when with GDS this year, the average draft position, a lot lower at 23, with six first round draft picks and four of them in the top five. So, one to watch, because obviously we go high draft picks are gonna get you the talent, and there's evidence with that with Smith and Brayshaw, but it's not always the case. So yeah, something to something to look out for, particularly with game day squad and our dynasty model. Everyone's going to be rushing for those top end talent, those top end picks. But yeah, it's also same as some diamonds in the roughs. Your Dane Swans, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Full the Tom Mitchells that you want to pick up. That Find those gems later on. For you. Yeah, that's so Love interesting. That. That's a great stat. Yeah, that is my stat Knock of the week. Off. And yeah, hope you enjoyed that one. I've been looking forward to this next part since Tom previewed it in our review show. Tom, how did you go in lock of the round? <laughs> yeah, mate, I um, I went on the safe side for Mr. Sean Darcy, you know. I said, you know what? Great player, great talent, great matchup, I thought. I thought. And then I was like, 105 <laughs> GDS fantasy points is probably fair in a matchup like this, you know. Frio's rolling. They were top two heading into the round on the AFL ladder. Um, there's no reason they should drop this game. Stinker. Absolute stinker. <laughs> Could barely get to 70 points. Um, he had 39 hitouts in that one as well, which we know for Ruckman, hitouts score quite well. So without those hitouts, he probably would have scored 15 fantasy points for the game. So absolutely horrendous um, performance for that week. <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? Rough rough how did you go with yours game i had a good week i had a green week i had bailey dale for 100 gds fantasy points and he went ahead and did it just with about every other western bulldogs player on um last week as well they had a really good night so bailey dale takes me takes me in he did yeah to the top there you go can you see that on screen guys yep. Kerm is now on top he's overtaken me and the reason he's overtaken me is after i jumped off the Travis Boak train and then had to jump back on because he made me look silly. He's now made me look silly again because I don't even want to look at what he got because I had him down for 111. It wasn't close. Nope. It, I, I know. I think it's... Um, I, just, I just... I want to let you know, mate. Remember when he was talking about how he should maybe restart this segment that he was too far ahead of everyone. <laughs> uh, no one could ever catch him. Yeah. I'm on the Kerm train. Uh, I'm if I, if I'm not it. getting there, Kerm's getting to Taking the top him for down. us. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, baby. What I did like, because just a reminder for everyone following along at home, we can't use the same players twice. If you have a look at the players that have missed for us, we've had some big names. Yeah. So I've had Miller, Mills, and Boak. 
Kerm, you've had Taranto and Laird. Tom, you've had everyone. Everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neil, Brayshaw, Hall, Smith, Gorn. Um, and now add Darcy to that mix. So, yeah. It'll be a spicy um, remains of the season. Hopefully Tom can get a few more points on the board and make this a three-horse race. It's this week, mate. It's this week. I'm coming. I'm coming. Well, tell us, who have you got? Who have you got this week to save you? Yeah, look, mate, um, before I get into this, uh, I may have cursed this player that I'm about to say, knowing my history with this segment. So, you know, if you are... Stay away from whoever... Yeah, stay away from who I am until I earn some credibility in this segment. But it's Adam Trelaw, and I'm going here for 115... Game day squad fantasy points in this one. He's in ripping form right now. But as I mentioned, knowing my history, he's probably going to have a stinker. But I'm backing him in. He kicked three goals last week. He's been playing fantastic for the Bulldogs, even when they haven't been playing so great themselves. So, yeah, I'm locking him in. Just quickly before we get on to that, how are you feeling this week, Kerm? Because the Dogs play the Suns. Yeah, well... As a Suns fan, fantasy hat off. Not good still. I mean, we, we took down the Swans, we took down Frio, but I just think the Dogs have had such a weird season, but they've got so much power. They, they've got mm. so much talent through the midfield that I don't think Matty Rowell, Noah Anderson, and Took Miller is going to be able to keep up with as good as they have been for us. The depth in midfield for us, that's about where it stops. So when you've got Bailey Smith, McRae, Bonsampelli is back. Dunkley, Trelaw's going to get CBAs, Liberatore, the list just goes on and on and on. It's just a joke, so I don't think we've got the midfield power to keep up with them, just quietly. Interesting. I heard a stat, I wish I had it in front of me here, it's like the run home the the Gold Coast Suns have, I think you play one top six team left, or one top four team or something Ooh. left for the year. I think it's one top six, and it's um, you play the Lions in the reverse Q clash at home. Yeah. You've got a very favourable run home, one of the best in the league. I think everyone secretly, deep down, wants the Suns to sneak in there. Very likeable team. Absolutely. You guys deserve at least a Stewie final. Stewie Drew oh, saved yeah. his job, I think. Yeah, and I, and I exactly. But what I don't want to see, I'm like, Gold Coast don't have to win this game. They just can't have it be Blown down by out. 30 points yeah, at halftime exactly. and lose the game by 40 or 50. Yeah. They've got to be competitive game like Melbourne at the start of the year when they were competitive but just got eked out by a better team at the end of the yeah. day, you can live with that. But if they're serious and you do think that the dogs are going to be sort of struggling to make the bottom of that eight or even sort of top six with their start to the year, this is a game that Suns fans should be going, hey, we should be winning this if we're serious about finals. So, I, it, yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it. Who would have ever thought they'd be penciling Suns games to be like, yeah, yeah I can't wait to <laughs> yeah. see how they go. Without Benny King. Without Benny King, don't need him. Chol and Caswell. <laughs> Chol and Caswell, take us to the promised land. Well, who's going to take you to the promised land in lock of the week? I've had about five people in this position so far, and I actually made a life change to Sean Darcy um, throughout this podcast as you guys were talking smack about him, but I've reverted, oh. I've reverted it back. I've reverted it back. Oh. So I've actually oh, been playing lucky. around in the slides as the, as the podcast <laughs> has been going along. Uh, but I've, actually, I've locked in as I'm talking right now. Ollie Wines for 112 GDS fantasy points. Um, Ollie Wines has been very good. Good football up, Brownlow medalist. Really good at football. I think he's going to do a job for me here this week. He's very good at football. Absolutely. He's very good at football. That is confirmed. Yeah. The names so far have just been top-tier talent in the league. So, Callum, I'm interested <laughs> to hear who you have. Are you going to stick with this theme or are you going outside the box here? Well, you know how much I love Ollie Wines and I think I'm going to say an even bigger name. 
than only wines, Ooh. and that is Lockie Neal. I've He's playing the Lockie Neal. You've been riding him this um, week. <laughs> yeah, I have, guys. Um, I'm going to live and die by it because he's in some awesome form. Oh, yes. Um, I, who, I forget who they've got this week. The matchup was quite favourable. Um, Hawthorne. But he's the form. Hawthorne, there you go. He's in some awesome, awesome form. Who's, who's going to touch him on the Hawks? No, no, no one. No one. He's going to kick five goals and get 45 touches. 120 is probably a bit uh, lenient. I could lock him in for 150, but... You I can change it now if you want. Four. That's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll allow that. I will stick with 120. Okay. Just confirming. Get back on top. But guys, that's going to wrap us up for our review show. Thank you so much for coming this far. If you are still here, please do give us a like. Please do give us a subscribe. It does go a long way in helping getting our content out there does help us getting our brand out there as well with game day squad we think we've got a really cool game hopefully you enjoyed the pack opening and everything we are doing here and don't be afraid to come say hi in the discord chat to us about the game ask questions give a shit for some of our picks in the comments below or over discord instagram however you want to do it we do really appreciate it and we love contacting and working with or speaking with you guys and you guys telling us where we're wrong so it is a lot of fun um, we enjoy telling each other when we're wrong all the time so yeah <laughs> we'd love a few more people yeah absolutely but Guys, until next time, enjoy the footy and stay game day ready.